Cuphead and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Monday. Hope you're all doing well. Going to have a game tonight I'm trying to prep for, among other things. Got to take the kids to the Y today. <laughs> Got to get that swimming in and work out, so... You know how that goes. Well, you know, I've been thinking of... I was thinking of players who think out of the box, which is good. That's a whole other episode right there. But I just didn't feel like I'm I'm rehashing a few things. So I want to talk about how to stop... Not stop, but I mean slow down higher level characters. Like I said, you have an ongoing problem. Once they start hitting like 8th level... Ninth level, especially with a level cap like Astonishing Swordsman. Not so much on D&D, because usually it's a 12 to 20 level cap. Or 14 to 20 level, I should say, if you're going BX and first edition. But, you know, around the midpoint, you start, you know, you start feeling the crunch as a, as a game master. You really start feeling the crunch. And, you know, you got to throw bigger and better things at them, which is okay, because that's the whole point of it. They get better, the monsters get deadlier. It also is the time, as I said before, to develop new tactics. Look at things. I mean, they're thinking out of the box. You should be, too. Now, there are a lot of monsters out there with special abilities. We talked about this before. But what your goal is, is to wear them down. That's, I mean, always to wear them down. But, I mean, him use resources, hit points. In other words, you have to make the threats more taxing on the way up to the big bad, to, to whatever the... I mean, I'm not saying that you're going to, you know, you're going to get like a stream of kobolds just picking them at, at them because they, they can hardly hit. These guys can hit every time, and they hit hard. So you got to choose monsters with a better armor class and better to hit. And you've got to, you know, bring that to the table that way. Because, you know, I'm getting to the point where, like, now I'm going to be throwing stuff at them that hits harder and is more defensive. Now, I'm not saying they have to have a really great AC, but just something to give the characters pause. Like, we've got a couple of characters in Astonishing Swordsman who's got a negative two armor class, descending armor class, so negative two armor class, which is really good. After all is said and done with the armor and all this other stuff. So I've got to come up with bigger threats that can counter that, at least match it. Also, you got to think kind of sideways, like, how do I get that armor away from them? How do I, you know, how do I do this? How do I, how do I hit them where they're weakest? You got to hit them where they're weakest. And if they, it comes down to like bad, if they have bad saves in certain areas, or they're not as strong or as dexterous as they would like. You know, it's it's like a boxing match. It's like the other boxer. If somebody gets a if somebody gets a, a bruise on their side, you know the boxer is going to go after that bruise in the next round, and just start wearing them down. You gotta you gotta kind of wear them down. So you look at the special abilities. You look at the drains. You look at the you look at the things like like. Zombie touch, not well. Zo- I was going to say mummy rot, but that that's kind of a an after after combat thing you have to worry about. 
but more like the zombie touch where you're frozen or things like that. Um, that's why they don't like Sturges so much because they suck them hit points right out. So that's the kind of thing you've got to think about. You've got to make the monsters better, but they don't have to scale as much if you, one, use a lot of them, and two, think about those special abilities. Think about what can you do to wear down the player characters. Because, you know, if they get to the big bad fight and they've got, they're down to like half hit points, maybe somebody had to be revived and things like that. If they've got those kinds of things, their sword is broken, they've, you know, they're tired. You got to start thinking, that's, that's when you want to hit, hit them with the big, it's, I know I'm being a little, you know, a little sadistic. I'm trying not to be a little sadistic here, but you got to hit them while they're down. That's what the monsters will do, because if they're any kind of intelligent monsters, that's what the PCs would do. You know, that they, they if the tables were turned, the PCs would not hesitate to take out a monster that was crippled or or something if they were if they were hurting. Because that's an easy win right there. And so the monsters gotta think about that too. So that's why you have a big that's why you have a big bed who will throw minions and minions at them. Or traps that just you know, they hit hit them, hit hit them hard, hit them where it hurts, and that's the kind of thing you got to think about. You got drains. I I don't like draining levels, so you've got hit point drains. You've got you've got paralyzation. Even a even a like a a chlorine breath from a dragon that will that'll take some of the sting out of them, and things like rust monsters. Throw a couple of rust monsters in there. If they don't, if they don't get rusty armor or weapons out of this, they'll at least have a healthy respect for these monsters, and figure out some way to avoid them. Nuisance monsters, like the aforementioned Sturges. I mean, rust monsters could be nuisance monsters too. You know, little things like that. Swarms. Swarms are good. Whatever it is, uh, flies, bees, uh, whatever. What I was going to say, beavers. Yeah, a swarm of beavers. That's going to work. Things like that. If they're in water, if they're in a seafaring adventure, there's things out there that'll hurt them, that'll wear them down. So it's all about wearing down your players when they get up there. That's what you do with a higher level group. Because if they're any kind of good, they will rise above this. I expect them to rise above this and take care of the problem. You ever hear the, the old expression of when you're when you're when you're waist deep in alligators, you forget their first job was to drain the swamp. You know, it's going to be like that. They've got to succeed despite these things. If you ever watch run, like video games, run and gun video games, I was watching YouTube's YouTube videos on uh, Cuphead, which when they do those boss fights. They're not just fighting the boss, they're fighting whatever the boss throws at them. So if you can keep up something kind of like a barrage of things before you get to the big boss, and I'm not just talking about going through the dungeon or anything, I mean even the big battle. You know, things things like vampires will have backup or or things like that. They will have backup. Say you have a wraith with a whole bunch of zombie minions. I know that sounds kind of weird, but... And he just keeps throwing zombie after zombie until he get to the big bed. Now there's always some guy who's going to be there. So I'm going to I'm going to ignore whatever's being thrown at me and target the big bed. You go right ahead. He's ready. 
He is ready. He will have some kind of for, some kind of contingency plan for you. And they really have to think outside the box to stop this guy. I've done that before. In I remember in Labyrinth Lord we had a a mage who threw up a no, it was a high priest who threw up a a spiritual hammer. No, with the, the one with the whirling hammer, the one whirling weapons around him. I think it was spiritual, not spiritual hammer. It was a blade barrier. Blade barrier. He threw a blade barrier up there, and he's him. He's on the altar with the girl. He's going. He put through a blade barrier up there, with a, and a few monsters attacking that. And I and I was playing an elf, which in in Labyrinth Lord and Basic D and D, elves are fighter mages. And I said, he said, what are you going to do? He says, you know what? I'm going to target that altar right there beyond the blade barrier and cast Dimension Door and send in one of our fighters, which I did. That's the kind of thing you have to think about. That's the kind of thing the players have to think about when they when they fight these things. So, and it, it would have worked better had the fighter not botched the to-hit roll on the, on the priest, but, you know, the intent was good. The, the, the execution was good. The, it was solid. It's just that he rolled really bad. <laughs> he rolled really bad. Not a one, but really bad. Anyway, so go ahead and think about wearing down your players. And if you want to talk to me about this, you can drop me an email at oldmangrognard at gmail.com or you can voicemail me at Anchor. They also do voice messages on the site itself, on the website itself. And also, for as little as 99 cents a month, you too can support my program, and I would appreciate it. And I thank you for my, my supporters, Jonathan Dorji, Wendell Jessen, Oliver Shriek, Gilbert Suarez, and Mark C. Wahlberg. And don't forget, well, I'm sorry, Mark C. Wallring. And don't forget to listen to Mark's podcast, The Yawning Owlbear. So until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.